It's the same thing. I don't know if sometimes when you're nutrition coaching Monroe, someone will say something and you're it's like a golden nugget. You're like, oh, well, this is interesting. Yeah. You know? That is so useful. I can help like for that. this. Absolutely. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the Full Send Podcast. I'm alongside two of my good friends, colleagues over here at Verity Speed and Strength. I've got Coach Monroe. I've got Coach Lauren here. Good afternoon, guys. What's going on? Another great day. Another great day. We got some good lighting in here. It's got amazing. Some good audio. Man. We got a video. Guys, the production is is really getting real over here. It's uh, we got lighting, we've got camera stuff, videos coming online. This has come a long way since you know you and I just kind of jumped on Zoom that one time and uh, talked about you know cigarettes and Netflix and everything like that. <laughs> yep. Hats off to you for yeah. Hats off to you for doing all the the legwork on the research and all this stuff. I don't know how all this stuff works. I just can kind of get some audio and everything going. So yeah, that's... I mean, I've been super interested in uh, video, video content, and uh, you know, I'm trying to grow a YouTube channel this year. So that's been kind of what prompted all of this. And yeah. you know, we did the podcast, so we already had this going. So I was like, you know, why not let people see us? I know I personally like to watch podcasts, you know, just as much as I like to listen to them. It's just yeah. kind of yeah, everybody's got a preference, and now we have an option for everybody, right? For sure. It's awesome. Lauren, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How are you? Doing well. Awesome. Busy Second time work. on the show. Yeah. 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 Well, guys, uh, what, what do we get to talk about tonight? Today we're going to talk about nutrition coaching. Um, it's something that is on everybody's mind, uh, nutrition, getting in shape, getting healthy, you know, New Year's resolutions, all that stuff. Um and we actually just revamped our nutrition coaching program here. Um, brought lovely Miss Lauren on as our, you know, a new uh, nutrition coach. She just finished her PN1 certification. So that's awesome! Um, congratulations! Yeah, congratulations! Super excited to have her on the. So team. does this mean if I want to get abs like Lauren, this is where <laughs> I go for this? How do I sign up? Yeah, Let's you gotta go. talk to her, man. She knows that. Hey, abs are made in the made yeah. in the kitchen. So I think that's that's one of like the most common questions I'll get from I don't know a buddy of mine who will try out class or something like that. They'll be like, "Who, who is a chick with the super ripped oh, up get abs?" Out of and I'm here. like, we're automatically, I'm like, oh, I'm like that's that's Lauren. Um, all right, guys. Well, you know, it's the turn of the new year, and as you guys know, with uh, just different life cycles and everything, the turn of the new year is a lot of times it's the busiest time in the gym. It's a lot of times where people reassess their life and they're like, hey, I'm finally going to do this working out thing or this nutrition thing. I want to drop 30 pounds. I want to put on some muscle, wherever that's going to be. I mean, so where should people start with trying to get in shape for 2021? I'll let you take this. Set a goal and tell someone your goal. Make it a public goal. And the more likely you do that and you have someone to check into, the more likely you are to reach that goal. So I think figure out with yourself what your goal is that will make you the most happy, what's most realistic, and state that goal. Yeah, I agree. I think I think putting it out into the world, like if you just keep it to yourself, it's not it doesn't make it as real. You know, so I think that talking about it, you know, regularly, reminding yourself regularly, having it in the front of your mind, um, one thing I notice is that people get really goal oriented and you know, figuring out what they want to do first of the year. And then, you know, a couple months in, it's just kind of like, eh, we're just coasting through life and, you know, figuring out, um, you know, I try to reaffirm and reset my goals every single morning. You know, and I think, I think that's really important. When you guys are setting up goals for yourself, I do this a little bit differently too. I have some stuff that's like sticky notes. I have stuff where beginning of the morning, I start stuff with like journaling and I read. 
each morning and I just read. Yeah, I, I got like 90 days, three month stuff, uh, annual stuff. Um, what do you guys do to like kind of visualize what you guys are trying to accomplish for the year, three months, a week, if, if anything? Yeah, I do the same. I, I do uh, journaling in the morning um, and I think that really helps. But um, yeah, I'm not the best planner. So, okay. you know, I, I think that's I, a, I think that's a key point. Right. So it's not like we're talking about goals right now. And like we have this crap like dialed in, you know, for certain. Um, I'm going to say most days I'm really good at it over the holidays. I was really bad about getting up, reading, journaling my stuff, rereading through what I was trying to accomplish for that particular day. And I honestly kind of fall apart during the week uh, just from a, like an anxiety level. That's what I struggle from more than anything. It's not so bad to where it's like crippling my life, but it certainly affects my everyday output. So I think that's a key thing just to make sure is like, look, nobody's going to be perfect every single day when you guys are trying to accomplish all this stuff that you're trying to accomplish as well. I think that's a pretty key note. Uh, Lauren, how about you? Same thing. I also read a lot. Like I don't journal as much as I wish yeah. that I did, but I read a lot of books. Like we were just talking about mindset, um, about being successful. And I think that helps, even though I know these things, it helps to remind me focus on your goals, stay focused. Here are the small things you should be doing. Even if you get bogged down in the anxiety or work or anything, still stay focused. Like don't, and also tips to reduce distractions so you can focus. Like yeah. the one thing I was reading yesterday was like, if you get distracted by your phone easily, checking notifications, checking social media, whatever, like hide it, try to yeah, try hiding it noise, for a day. Airplane that's noise, so, right, uh, airplane mode. It's, that's, so that's so key. Constant reminders. That. Like I need to help, I need to read a lot of things or listen to a lot of things to remind myself to do what I care about. Yeah, everybody's different too, right? I mean, Lauren said that she doesn't journal as much. That's okay. Like everybody's got their own vices that are gonna help them accomplish whatever they're gonna be trying to accomplish within their daily goals and everything like that. I love the notification thing. I'm terrible about that. And uh, I actually said, I even set timers for myself on certain tasks now. And that comes from like Jason Khalifa's like AMRAP mentality where mm. he's like, all right, 15 minutes, it's just emails. Phone goes on the other side of the room and it's just me and my computer, which I think is also really useful as well, other guys. Um, well, cool. So we got goals. Uh, what else? What else do we need to get started in 2021? Yeah. So one thing that I see a lot of is that, um, you know, the analysis paralysis where people are trying to find the perfect thing. They're trying to start with you know, figure out what, what's going to be the thing that's going to get them to success instead of just starting and just keeping it simple and just starting and doing something today, you know, like it's now the seventh, you know, what you set your goal on the first, yeah. how, 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 how have you done with that? If you were kind of like, eh, you know, Monday's the fourth, that's when I'll get to the gym. And then, you know, you drank on Sunday night and then you miss the 6 a.m. on Monday and it's right. like, ah, oh, well, I already right. missed Monday. Let me just start next week. No, like if you're watching this and you haven't started your goal, why don't you just get up and go do 50 burpees and then, you know, come back to the show and we'll be here and then you'll have progressed your goal a little bit. You know, it's just it's just about taking action. Um, and I think that that, you know, that daily reminder, that journaling, that, you know, just having it present in your mind, you know, will help. But at some point, you just gotta, you just gotta do, you know, you just gotta go. So. And I think you have to go, and you have to stay consistent with it. That's something in PN. Even if you can do, if you can't commit to anything, it's very important about forming the habits. So even if it's a five-minute action that you can do every day for a month, that's what will help you. Like we just finished this fitness challenge, and I'm not great at some things, and a couple of them were do mobility for 20 minutes drink 100 ounces of water and because i did that for six straight weeks now it feels weird to not do it 
And six weeks is like building a habit too. I think they say it's about 21 days on average uh-huh. to, be able to build new habits and everything like that. So okay. and so it's like if you want to be a morning person if, and work well, work out early in the morning, or you want to journal, whatever. If you do something for six weeks straight every day, or even you know we you had to do it for five days out of the week or so, and you have a little bit of cushion there. Um, but that helped form that habit. And now that's something. So I think if you pick something, you find a goal, you develop a five minute action to get you there and you do it consistently, something you can do absolutely every day, you'll form that habit. And then it feels weird to not do it. For sure. And we were talking about, uh, like setting goals and affirming it to someone or like, you know, telling someone about it at the beginning of this challenge. And I was shocked, but each person had an individual goal and, um, they had to, you know, communicate it with me and they were going to spend the six weeks working on it. Maybe it was unbroken double unders or certain pounds they wanted to lose or whatever. Um, but it was crazy how many people hit it in the first week. There was That's like amazing. four or five people that just, just by the fact of saying, okay, I, I can't do this. And now someone's saying, Hey, what are you going to try and do that you can't do right now? And they figured it out in literally like week one, people were climbing the rope for the first That's time. Amazing. People were getting double unders for the first time. So I didn't realize cool. that. That was wow. really cool. Yeah, guys, that's that's really awesome. Um, you know, I know um, I know a lot of this stuff. Uh, it, a lot of this stuff in the turn of twenty twenty one. I think a lot of it comes to weight. And I think one of the most common things that we see within the gym when somebody comes up to us and they come into Verity and Speed and Strength for the first time, they're they're typically the most common thing is I, I want to lose weight. I want to lose twenty pounds. I want to get back to where I was. I want to do this because I want to look better. Do this for my kids. Lots of times it comes down to that. So I know we're going to talk about a lot about nutrition coaching and everything like that today, uh, precision nutrition and all that. But um, do I have to follow a specific diet when we're talking about those related things? What do you recommend, Lauren? Um, so I think it's super interesting. I think you have to find out what works well for you. We say that all the time. But it's like I've done macro counting and I did it a couple years ago right after I had my baby and it worked extremely well for me and then I started it back up uh, maybe six or so months ago didn't work as well so it's interesting because I think even something that may have worked for you in the past may not work for you now Um, so I think you really do have to experiment with different things and in precision nutrition we use outcome based decision making um, after you do something and I'm not that familiar with that right so this is going to be a great educational opportunity for me what is uh, what did you just say outcome outcome what outcome based decision making (laughs) what what is that Lauren can you elaborate on that just just for a little bit I know we're going to go into that a little bit deeper into the show definitely but it's so if you start and you do five meals 30% protein 30% fats, 40% carbs, whatever your mix is. Um, And you do that and then you keep track of it and you analyze the data, you look at the outcomes and then you make decisions based on those outcomes. And so that's the best way to figure out where to make changes. And then from there, you can do lots of things, cutting, changing those, that balance, changing those proportions, um, cutting out certain meals, eating at different times. There's lots of different ways you can change and then look at the outcomes and make decisions based on those. So I think there's lots of different diets you can take and which ones work best for your body just depends on those outcomes. All right, guys. So we're talking about nutrition schemes, uh, paleo, keto, intermittent fasting. There's a lot of different options, um, you know, that are out there. I think something that's helpful in life, in all honesty, but this is true of uh, nutrition, I think as well, is just to simplify it as much as possible. Yeah. And uh, in particular, don't, don't program hop either, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that can be really 
it can seem like a really good idea when you see, I don't know, with all the with all the different content that we have out there, I mean, you can be scrolling on YouTube and then see this thing for, you know, the ketogenic diet and you might be an intermittent faster and be like, well, if I do this, maybe the outcome will be different. So there's a couple different things with that, like pick one, stick with that. Patience is also a really big key in that uh, really nice outcomes like, you know, losing 30 pounds or, you know, for me, it was taking on, you know, financial debt, like stuff like that is not done overnight and so being patient on any good thing like that's that's going to be a really key component to this as well as giving us a little bit of time how much time would you guys typically say you got to give a typical uh, nutrition program uh, i mean it depends on your goal i think you know so the interval that we use is two weeks um and like lauren was saying you know try something for two weeks and then you know check in we'll do that outcome based decision making and that's basically like how's that going for you you know um you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in eating a wide variety of minimally processed whole foods. Um, you know, like you said, keep it simple. With uh, fitness in 100 words from uh, CrossFit is, you know, eat meats and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar. I mean, you do that and you do CrossFit a couple times a week. Like, that's a recipe for a pretty good base of fitness and health. Um, so, yeah, keep it simple. You know, like I talked about this on a video last week. Um, you know, when you take your dog to the vet and they're overweight, they tell you to feed your dog less and walk them more. They don't say like, "Well, oh, should I put them on the paleo diet?" It's like, <laughs> it doesn't really work like that, right? So, um, people people want to find this magical thing that's just gonna like help them lose weight. And the reality of it is that yeah, it's a it's a it's a process. It's a long thing, you know. And, and a lot of people are really excited at the beginning of the year. And then, you know, once it's two, three, four weeks in and they're not down 50 pounds and they haven't achieved their goal yet, it becomes really hard to, you know, kind of stick with it. Um, so that's why for at least the people that are at our gym, I, uh, I really like to have goals that are related to weight loss, if that's your goal, obviously, um, but also have other kinds of goals, like physical goals, like, you know, if you're running, you know, are we doing let's try and run for 10 minutes straight tomorrow. Let's try and run for 11 minutes, you know, and just small incremental steps that you can see successes with that aren't slow progress, like losing 50 pounds over the course of six months is, you know? Yeah. So. Um, as far as like getting started on how many days should I go to the gym? How many days should I be dieting per week? Uh, where would you guys suggest people to start on there? And then can you do, can you eat too little food? Can you work out too much? Lauren, what do you think? Let's see. So I'm, uh, the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, um, I'm, I want to, I'm thinking about someone I'm working with right now and thinking about energy balance. So yeah. it really depends on your goals. And so I'll just give an example. I'd say like, depending on where you're at, you want to work out maybe three to five times a week. Okay. Um, but if you're working out more than that, you know, you need to take in more food. And, um, and I like to, so when I was doing macro counting also is you have two refuel days. So five, and which kind of fits in with our fitness challenge too. You have to have a mental break in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, and so when I'm working with, she was like, Oh, I had an oops yesterday. And I'm like, that's okay. You actually have to have those mental oopses, I think in order for you to stay sane, totally. unless you're Elizabeth, Joe, and, 
Kelly who are just machines. <laughs> savages. And, right, they're savages. <laughs> they, you, you tell them to do something and they'll do it 100%. And that's, that's good. That's, sometimes people are like that. A lot of people aren't. And like for me, a lot of pressures I have, I think, is with my family. My family loves eating and eating not always the best food. So that's hard, hard for me to say, thing for me to say, sorry, I can't go out to Sweetwater with you or whatever. Yeah. I can't eat those yeah. the delicious. And so that's like, I think it's important to have those refuel days or those refuel meals where you do not splurge and go crazy, but you don't feel guilty about eating like a bad meal. As long right. as I always, I tell people I eat healthy like 85% of the time, you know, I eat very clean and healthy 85% of the time. And then there's the other 15% where I drink alcohol or do the things that aren't necessarily strict, but what I should be doing or with my goals. But I think mentally it's important to have that break. Yeah. But consistency, like she's consistently eating at 85% and that's how she can maintain those abs. You know, it's not, <laughs> right, it's not right, like, right. you know, you get there and then it's over. It's you get there and then it's, you know, consistency. And I, and I think, I think a lot of people, fail or struggle with nutrition and nutrition coaching when they get to a point where they feel like they've worked so hard for a certain result and if that result wasn't what their expectation of the work was then they start to get frustrated and it's like you know what what got you to lose that first 10 pounds might not be the thing that's going to get you to lose the next 10 pounds you know and and maybe like she said, energy balance. You know, you can eat the same amount of food. You add one more workout in, or you know, maybe you're running at lunch or something in addition to your workout, and that'll help push you past that point where you know you start to lose weight again. But then there's going to be a point where you know, like you said, too much is too much, and you know, without adding more calories, you, your your body will kind of go the other way. Um, so more is not always better. Better is better. Um, and, and I think a lot of that, you know, is kind of a mindset thing. And, and that's where nutrition coaching can really help because a lot of the issues that I've seen, at least people with, uh, with nutrition is, you know, deep seated kind of emotional relationship with food type stuff. It's not, Oh, did I eat 80 grams of protein today or not? You know, it's like, it, it's, it's much deeper than that. So I like to always tell, uh, people you know instead of all or nothing always something you know and if you're always doing something to push forward in your journey with this nutrition goal um then you'll get there you know but you know you got to be open-minded you got to be willing to change you got to be willing to do something different um and try something different you know so as far as can can you just can you just work out is nutrition that big of a concept for for just going and doing that or can I just hit the gym five six times a week and then just eat whatever I want uh, so I exercise a good amount and I think um, whatever your goals are it's important to understand what you're eating to give your body what it needs for your goals so for me I noticed when I was doing macro counting that I wasn't taking in nearly enough protein as I should be so even if I'm eating well I'm still not getting the amount of grams of protein that I need to gain muscle. And so then I'll notice I'll hit kind of a plateau. And so that's why it's important to still focus on what you're eating. That's why nutrition coaching, I think, is really important because we can help with understanding your energy balance, your levels, how much you're taking in and what, depending on your exercise, what type of food you might need. Like if I have a long distance runner, they're going to need a different type of food than my my bodybuilder, you know? Right, right. So it's definitely important to look at even if you 
unless you're 21 and um, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to think of a scenario where, and I think you know the answer to this for most people, and we'll talk about the you know the base of the uh, you know the nutrition pyramid and everything like that. But it, I don't know what scenario where nutrition wouldn't be you know some big concept, right? I mean, especially as far as weight loss goes, you know that that stuff really gets done in the kitchen and exercise is probably the best supplement you could ever do to that. Um, if you can't figure it out there, it's going to be, you're going to struggle really hard. I think too. Yeah. You know, for me, you know, adding weight for me was a big problem that I had that was growing up. Right. And that was because hmm. I couldn't, I didn't consume enough stuff. Right. We talk about energy balance. I didn't consume enough stuff to be able to offset the amount of energy that I was expecting. Monroe, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, so the answer is, again, yes. You, you can lose weight by just exercising and keeping your nutrition the same because, you know, that's increasing the activity and yeah. not changing the food. But typically when people start working out, they get hungrier because that's what happens. Your body wants more food. Um, you know, and then they start eating more because they're working out and then they don't see any result. And they're like, oh, man, I'm working out five times a week. It's like, well, yeah, you're drinking on the weekends and you're eating this, like, more than you ever were because you're hungry, because you earned it, but you could have just kept, you know, your nutrition at a constant level and then added a little activity and you would have been fine. I also think that you're not going to see the most results from both, or you're not going to see the best results from either without both, right? So I think a lot of the reason that I didn't make it to where I wanted to go athletically when I was serious about that was because I didn't pay attention to my nutrition. And if I had the nutrition dialed in, I had the mindset, I had the, you know, the, the fitness, I had the skill, I had all that, but I just didn't, I didn't care enough about nutrition. And I'd go train for three hours a day and then I'd go order takeout Chinese, you know, <laughs> like five times a week. Because it was cheap, man, I was broke, and, it was, and I was hungry, you know, like it, it is and what it is. Good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, I mean, and same thing with uh, nutrition. I don't, you, you can cut your calories or you can try a fat diet or, or do something that changes, you know, your, the amount of energy you're giving your body without adding any activity. And yeah, you'll lose weight. Um, but there's going to be a point where you turn into kind of skinny fat where you have no muscle tone and your body isn't very functional. Um, you know, exercise is important for a number of reasons, heart health, you know, everything. So, um, but I mean, all of this, I think comes down to coaching and, you know, finding, a resource and a, and a group of people that you know can lead you in the right direction and give you the right answers that are going to be uh, pertinent for you and your life. Coaching, just like athletic coaching, is it's about relationships. And you know, I tell you guys and the other coaches, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Um, from an outside outside perspective, especially with nutrition, I think some people hang their hat on certifications and you know titles and you know letters after their name and all that um when the reality is you know you can have all the knowledge in the world and you can have a degree and everything in this stuff but if you can't connect with a person you can't you can't get them to take action when you're not sitting in front of them just talking to them about it then it's not worth anything you know coaching for me especially with nutrition coaching is about inspiring people to do the right thing when you're not sitting there talking to them. You know, there's no there's no secrets to this. You can find everything you want to know about nutrition and how to lose weight and everything else on the internet. Um, but you know, I think that I think that you know it's important to have someone to hold you accountable, 
and you know have someone to give you some outside guidance you know a lot of times you're in your life and you're kind of lost in your little world and what you normally do um, and it's hard to see you know outside of that maybe you are doing too much maybe you're not doing enough maybe you thought that nuts were healthy for you if you eat 10 handfuls a day you know so it's like yeah so well and i think just like crossfit coaching it's like seeing stuff that they may not see you know you you may not see that your hips are rising before your shoulders and you may not feel it because you just may not have that awareness and it's the same thing i don't know if sometimes when you're nutrition coaching monroe someone will say something and you're it's like a golden nugget you're like oh well this is interesting that is so useful i can help for this absolutely um, and it might be something like that you just don't realize, like maybe how not getting enough sleep is causing your systems to not function properly, you know, or maybe it's like the relational or emotional stress is weighing on your endocrine system or your digestive system. And it can. And so it's important that you just might think, oh, well, you know, I'll get more sleep eventually. Oh, well, my husband's really being terrible and obnoxious, you know, or my family's stressing me out. And they just might not understand fully that that stress on your body is a stress that's causing you to not make improvements. So the outside influence of a coach can really help with that. Yeah, gotcha guys. Well, let's talk a little bit more about uh, what are you guys gonna be doing over here You know, with, with Verity? I know you guys are both uh, PN1 coaches. Could you guys explain that a little bit and just uh, describe uh, what that program's like? Yeah, PN is uh, Precision Nutrition. They're a you know education certification company. They certify nutrition coaches all over the world. Um, and nutrition coach, and they're very clear about this, like, you are not allowed to give medical uh, advice, right? Yeah. I, I am, I am a, I'm a swim coach, not a lifeguard, you know? But if you're in a situation where you, you know, you need a lifeguard, you probably needed a swim coach earlier, right? Um, so, yeah, PN does nutrition coaching, uh, they certify coaching, and the thing that I love about that company in particular is their approach to nutrition coaching is very you know what's on the inside what what's going on outside of you know the gym what's going on in your life what's your history look like you know what is what does your heritage look like what types of food do you like you know what are you allergic to what do you have adverse reactions to um and it's really how do we get the person to do what they need to do not well what is what does the science say you know because we're people you know we're not we're not machines yep so um so yeah i love pn i I think it's a great company but uh but yeah what we do here um is we run through their pro coach system which is basically it's a curriculum um of habits and things that you can basically guide the person that you're coaching through right so yeah, you want to move more and eat less, but like, what does that look like after it's not interesting anymore? And you're not like, okay, I'm tracking my food in my app every single day, and I'm just you know going through the motions of it. Um, you know, how do you how do you focus on things that you can really chunk this out into a, a path that's attainable over the long term, right? So, what Lauren was saying, like, hey, you know, taking five minutes every day and doing a five minute action, you know, can have a lot of results over the course of a year but if you're just so worried about getting 300 grams of carbs every day you know that becomes really monotonous and really hard to like focus on all the time um so that's kind of 
the way that we do it. Um, what is your experience in the first you know, little bit of doing this? You uh, the software that they use, what we call ProCoach, is, I think is really user-friendly. I think it's really great. Um, makes it easy to communicate with folks that you're coaching. And um, also helps break down a lot of really easy actions that you can take um, just to do things a little bit better. You know, it's not all, like you're saying, it's not all or nothing. It's not don't eat any chocolate ever. You know, it's just do something a little bit better. Maybe choose something with a little less sugar. Um, and it's just very manageable, very realistic. Yeah, uh, what I like about just nutrition coaching in general, we were talking a lot about just, there's so many different things that can be out there, right? And I'm sure you guys have all been around the dinner table, right? This has certainly happened within my family in the past where all of a sudden everybody's an expert on nutrition and they're just, you know, they're not, right? Um, that That's your guys' job is to sift through all of this different information and everything like that. And that's also, I think, a great reason to go work with a coach. It's like Monroe said, you might have access to all this different information out there, right? Um, there's a lot of good information out there. There's also a lot of really bad information out there, right? And so the one of the big perks to working one-on-one with one of these guys is they've gone through all of this stuff. This is what they do every single day, right? In hiring them, you get to get uh, go over like expert knowledge and everything. And these guys are going to be really, really sharp in their approach and what they're going to be doing for all this stuff. And we've seen all the excuses. <laughs> We've heard all the yeah all the reasons why it's not going to work, and we and we've been there, right? For sure. I yeah. remember uh, back when I was first getting started and all this stuff. You know, the reasons that I wouldn't go to the gym or have nutrition. It was, you know, I was a full time college student. I worked full time, as well, which is not really any different than what I'm doing right now. You know, I'm currently taking a certification. I'm currently working full time. My coach here, uh, I have a, I have a fiance. Like, I just carved out time and everything like that, but. It is hard, you know, initially, right? And you do have to build those initial habits. But I remember for myself, um, you know, I I think the most common thing I probably even hear was, I don't have enough time. It's like, nah, you just, you haven't carved out that time. You haven't scheduled it. What else do you guys hear? What did you guys struggle with back uh, when you guys were first getting into fitness? Um, maybe that it's expensive. Um, I hear that a lot. And that's, I don't know why that's one of the most frustrating things I hear about eating healthy is eating healthy is really expensive. I'm like, if you go to the store and buy a bunch of broccoli, it's actually really inexpensive. You know, I mean, I think it's just one of those things you hear in your, I think if you're busy, yes. Yeah. I mean, cooking healthy things can be cumbersome. Buying pre-cut stuff can, you know, there's, you have to kind of find that balance of right. maybe more costly things. Um, but dude, you don't have to go to Whole Foods, guys. Right. I will also say that, right? I mean, like Whole Foods is great. I mean, we can get into probably a whole nother podcast of like, you know, the whole like, you know, grain finish versus non-grain stuff. I don't want to get into that, but uh, I don't go to Whole Foods. I think I eat pretty clean for the most part. You know, I go to my local giant Wegmans, whatever it's going to be, and uh, it, it's okay, right? So that's a good one. I didn't think about that. Monroe? Uh, yeah, I agree. I think another reason that people, you know, think that nutrition isn't the thing for them is like, you know, maybe they, they're like, oh, well, I don't really need to lose weight. You know, or uh, I only need to lose like five, 10 pounds. Like I'm not, I'm not at a point where I need to go talk to a coach and, you know, really dial it in. But there's so many other benefits other than weight loss um, that nutrition coaching can help with. You know, like, like I said, in my, in my experience, if I had a nutrition coach, I think my athletic performance would have improved. You know, we talked to a, one of our members yesterday and, and he's, you know, been focused on his nutrition and you know, doing a lot, uh, you know, here in the gym. 
and he's a pilot, and he just keeps talking about cognitive ability and how it's just like, you know, it's like health and fitness, eating healthy and, you know, working out is like the fountain of youth, and it just keeps your brain active, and you know, there's so many things that, you know, people don't, people don't think about when it comes to, you know, the, the holistic part of being a healthy, fit individual. That's a great point. Thinking big picture, right? I think almost in terms of everything, I get I get really caught up in short-term stuff, right? Uh, for work, it's like, you know, if I don't hire X amount of people, like, there's going to be problems, right? And so I'll, I'll boil that down to even like, all right, I got to, if I don't make, you know, 10 phone calls in this one day, you know, stuff's going to kind of go haywire instead of looking at it from like an annual perspective or a much bigger perspective. And we talk about that with like nutrition and everything, at least for me, coming in here doing CrossFit and, uh, you know, eating, I'm going to say mostly clean. I do like an 80-20 thing. I also count macros and you know, uh, I, I enjoy some other, you know, kind of finer things in life, but that's a goal basically to, you know, with the attempt and God willing to, to live in my eighties or my nineties and, uh, be able just to live a long and healthy life. All right, guys, coming to a close here on ways to just improve your nutrition, overall health, 2021. Uh, we're going to go over to Lauren here. Fun facts with Lauren. We should make this like a new segment, <laughs> like 30 seconds, you know, just like a, a rapid fire around at the end of everything. Uh, but Lauren, what you got for us today? Well, only because I think data is super important. Like I heard one time Agreed, that yeah. traffic circles reduce fat fatalities by 80%. And that's always stuck with is me. That's true? Yes. And so it's like data. I love traffic circles. I, right. I think they make so much sense. And a lot of people hate them. and that, But you don't realize that they're really important from a safety perspective. So it's wow. stuff like that that I find very compelling. Keep and dropping s- knowledge yeah. on us. <laughs> um, you know, so, okay, so here we go. So 90% of Americans eat more sodium than is recommended for a healthy diet. And that's something we learned about in piano with the fluid balance and how sodium can impact that. It's really super interesting. And also that like as you take in less sodium, your body wants less sodium. So it's kind of like drinking soda. The less you drink it, the more you you don't want it, the less you want it. So um, interesting. And then so my tip for that, add salt at the end of cooking a meal instead of before or during. Um, and then, so uh, recent reports project that by 2030, half of all adults in the U.S. will be obese. Um, it's just horrible. And that's that's current levels. Are they? Is it 30 percent, 40 percent, just above 30 percent? Um, let's see. So my work's all in El Paso, and El Paso yep. adults are. Um, it's somewhere around 60 percent of adults are okay. overweight or obese. Okay, um, I gotcha. Here, it's probably a little bit less than that, but okay. um, yeah, it's. Uh, overweight adolescents have a 70% chance of becoming overweight or obese adults. So I think uh, as a parent, nutrition coaching is also extremely important because you should be a very good role model for your children. Because man, is that important when you're a kid growing up and not being made fun of for being, I think that's just like, breaks my heart. Um, Kids are mean. So and then um, those who are obese have medical costs that are $1,400 more than those of normal weight on average. And the annual cost of being overweight is $500 for women and $400 for men more. Um, so being obese, obese, it's even higher. So the annual cost of being overweight is higher because of things like medical challenges and eating more too, things like that. So you're saying the cost of being obese is greater than the cost of hiring a coach for nutrition <laughs> yeah man <laughs> get a coach yeah monroe uh where where do we need to come find you guys in order to do some nutrition coaching over at verity yeah um so you can send me an email monroe at verity.training um if you have questions or you know if you're just kind of wading into this thing and you want some 
you know, you some help, um, be more than happy to help you out. Uh, I'll put a link in the description um, where you can actually just sign up for our program if you want to jump in with us. Um, and then once you fill out that, you know, we'll we'll contact you and you can you can work with me or Lauren if you'd like. So awesome, guys. Cool. You guys want to do closing thoughts? Closing thoughts. Keep it simple. Just move more and eat a little bit less. Don't you know? It doesn't need to be anything extreme or anything crazy. It just just needs to be something. You're taking action towards moving towards your goal. Lauren. I think the move more is critical, especially now during COVID. We're all sitting on our computers all day long, uh, especially if you start to get tired during the day. Move a lot more. It'll help get your system going. In addition to eating right, um, has to go hand in hand, and we can help with that. So move more all throughout the day. Yeah, my closing thoughts here for nutrition. I'm going to say uh, pick pick one thing, whether what, whatever your nutrition program is going to end up being intermittent fasting, if it's keto, if it's going to be PN, and commit to that for for 90 days. Right? Give that give that 90 days, and then if you don't know what to do, like or if you don't know which program to pick get a consultation with one of these guys because like you, you need some help and it's okay to be vulnerable and to go ask for help and do all that stuff i know that's really hard it can seem embarrassing but uh these guys are not here we're not we're not judging you these guys are not going to judge you on based on anything they are genuinely here to help because they care about you and they care about your health and well-being your family and everything like that all right you guys thanks for stopping by the full send podcast guys lauren thanks. monroe have a great day see you guys see later, you later. Thank you so much for listening and watching our show. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a comment below. Like it if you liked the video. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon.